the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The Bruce Hooley Show podcast is brought to you by HemisphereCoffeeRoasters.com. Creating jobs and restoring dignity one cup at a time. Good coffee doing good. Learn more at HemisphereCoffeeRoasters.com. The president is at the podium at the uh, Intel ceremony. And I would much rather talk to Jack Windsor than hear from Joe Biden. So that is what we are going to do. We are going to talk with our friend Jack Windsor of the Ohio Press Network, who is at the uh, Ohio Republican Party meeting. And uh, Jack, uh, was any food thrown? Any Anyone come to blows over the uh, leadership of the Ohio Republican Party? Uh, Bruce, it's great to be with you. Uh, sorry for that cough just at the beginning of the call. <laughs> yeah, we got to see something today. Uh, and Oh, Jack, we're losing we're losing you on your uh, we're losing you on your connection. I don't know if there's anything you can do about that, or if you can walk to a window or anything. Let's try it again. What's going on down there? Up, oh, I think we lost Jack. I think he dropped the call. So, nope, I hear him. Nope, now I don't hear him. <laughs> this is live radio, folks. So we'll try to get Jack uh, in a cell area where he can uh, chat with us. Until then, uh, yeah, I know you don't want to hear him. I don't want to hear him. But he is the president of the United States, and he is right here in our backyard. Okay, what do you got to say for yourself? Done for our country. I really mean it. Trying to find where he's sitting, but he's a good man. Oh, sure, he's lauding. Thank you. By the way, no scene of Tim Ryan here. Legacy as you leave, what you're doing is a consequence of you, in large part. I see what he's doing. He's talking about Rob Portman. He's lauding Rob Portman, a Republican. Of course he is, because Rob Portman's a rhino who sided with him on the infrastructure bill. And, uh, you know, uh, I don't think we could have gotten the infrastructure bill done without Joyce. She was the final capstone. I thought we were oh, what a, what a crock of garbage. Joyce Beatty, the final capstone on the infrastructure bill. She had zero to do with that. She wasn't influential in that at all. Anthony Gonzalez, Mike Carey, Tony Balderson. For the work in the house. <laughs> Anthony Gonzalez. Uh, Tony Balderson. Troy Balderson right now is wilting in his chair. He got he got a chance to be mentioned by Joe Biden, and uh, he screwed up his name. Instead of Troy Balderson, it's Tony Balderson. Grow as uh, tireless champion for American innovation and seeing that workers, workers are part of the deal. While she couldn't be here, Maria Campbell also deserves a lot of credit. She's chair of the Senate Commerce Committee. You know who else is not there? You know who else is not there? No, Tim Ryan. And Tim Ryan is not to be seen at this event. Alan, what's uh, what are we trying on Jack Windsor, and we can't get yeah, Jack he is, Windsor? He's moved, repositioned himself, so Jack, let's try it again. Jack's got a little. Jack Jack went out and grabbed. Hold on, let me let me let me silence Joe Biden, which is you know the favorite thing I've done all day today. Let me bring in our friend Jack Windsor. Hey, Jack, how you doing, man? Bruce, I'm standing uh, on my head and uh, (laughs) tinfoil in your right hand. Yes, I can hear you fine. So what happened at the Republican, Ohio Republican Party meeting where they're trying to get some of them are trying to get Bob Paduchik out? Yep. 
So uh, for the better part of two hours, uh, both sides went back and forth over a parliamentary procedure scrum about how uh, the meeting was going to proceed. So it, it literally took the state central committee two hours to adopt an agenda. Once that ag- agenda was adopted, uh, then they passed three resolutions within about 10 minutes and then the meeting was over. But the idea was they were trying to stop that agenda because the agenda did not include the election of state party leaders, including Chairman Bob Paducek, nominations and elections. So there was no election today. There were no nominations. That will not happen until January. Mm, so he won. Paducek was able to forestall efforts to take away his power. He was. He was. It took some uh, crafty maneuvering. And uh, there was some really heated debate about whether the party is following the rules correctly because there are some conflicting rules in their bylaws. And if by following those rules, if they're actually breaking Ohio law. And it's interesting because the legal opinion in favor of Paducic's position to defer the election until January actually says, well, you know, the, the Ohio Revised Code statute is unconstitutional. So it seems that uh, the matter, uh, I guess, carried the day based on the idea that maybe the Ohio Revised Code uh, unconstitutionally reaches into the party's business. Jack Windsor, Ohio Press Network, is our guest. Follow him on Twitter, at Jack Windsor, and you can find the Ohio Press Network at theohiopressnetwork.com. You have done uh, the uh, best reporting on the Joe Blystone Ohio Elections Commission flap uh, Frank LaRose uh, ultimatum, the headline says on your site, fizzles for now. Blystone's Ohio Elections Commission referral goes to a full hearing. Uh, what is the latest on Joe Blystone, the uh, the everyman who ran for governor and now finds himself uh, immersed in the minutia of government and government and, law and regulations related to how you run for office? So there was a uh, hearing this me- uh, week, the Ohio Election Commission, uh, had a preliminary uh, discussion about the 13 counts that Ohio Secretary of State turned over to that commission. And Frank LaRose's office, actually the night before that meeting, said, look, we're going to give you some options. You can close down your campaign committee, you can pay off your debts, and then turn all the money in that committee over to us, not run again for four years, and then admit that you uh, – intentionally broke election law, Mm. and then we will not refer this over for prosecution. Uh, It does not appear that Blystone agreed to that before the commission hearing. The commission had a meeting, and they said, we are going to have a full hearing on this matter by December 8th. Uh, insiders tell me that just because LaRose's office uh, did not recommend in the hearing that um, Blystone, Friends of Blystone be referred for prosecution, that doesn't mean that it's not going to happen either now or on December 8th. Uh, some legal experts believe that the Secretary of State actually has the authority to go over the Ohio Election Commission and turn that evidence over to a Franklin County prosecutor. So uh, the jury's still out, uh, pun intended, on uh, what the next step is for friends of Joe Blystone. Uh, this does not seem like something he would admit to do. I think Joe Blystone is a guy who is not going to give away his right to run for office again. I could be wrong with my read on him, but this would feel to me like uh, his whole campaign was built around, you know, they're out to get me. They don't want you to hear from me. And this would seem to me to kind of fall in line with uh, that kind of mindset that the that the powers that be are trying to keep a man of the people from running. I don't think he's going to agree to that. Do you? You know, I, I at first blush, my visceral response is I don't think he would agree to it. 
someone, you know, put maybe a, a little more nefarious spin on it and said, well, it would take away his martyrdom, right? Because that's really been the essence of his campaign the whole time is that he's going after corruption, whether it's Mike DeWine. He's spoken out very vehemently against Frank LaRose mm-hmm. on social media and uh, in campaign speeches. And so for him to acquiesce now, it would seem like a reversal, right? And uh, it might call into question the legitimacy of his entire messaging throughout his campaign. One of the really good stories on your site at theohiopressnetwork.com, Jack, is the theft of education. Lisa Logan done the work on that. Tell people what they're missing if they don't read that story. Yeah, so (laughs) there are some scary things going on. Essentially, um, the governing bodies that are, without getting into the alphabet soup of who they are, you can find that out in the article, but they are basically changing um, what the terms mean. To be college-ready in the past meant one thing, and it was really heavy on math. It was really heavy on science. It was really heavy on STEM-related stuff. Uh, what it appears it's going to be heavy on now is uh, gender identity, sexual preference, and some of the uh, things that uh, people on the right would call woke ideology. And so in order for a kid to get the proper marks, uh, maybe in you know, high school and in college and then you know, to get out into the job force, uh, that kid is going to have to swallow whole the agenda of the Biden left that we are going to call things that aren't as if they are. And if you don't do it, um, then you're just not qualified to have the highest marks in education and maybe get the best job offers. Now, you also have a story on here, and I got about a minute left. Tim Ryan said he was going to come to the intel thing. He's not there. He, Biden did not acknowledge him. I do not see him. He's not there. What do you make of that? Uh, it might have been a game-time decision, right? I'm sure that it'll be fun as, hey, something came up, but I think it's probably a wise move. I mean, right now, listen, we've talked about this before. Right now, Title IX changes that are coming down the pike are going to infuriate a lot of parents. And those changes are going to create so much vitriol against Joe Biden that if you're anywhere close to him, uh, you know, the splatter is going to get on you. I think Tim Ryan is looking at the tea leaves and going, yeah, we're going to stay as far away from this as we can. He was down three to four points a couple of weeks ago. I would say he's going to lose that race by eight to ten points unless things change. And uh, being beside Joe Biden is not the change that he would need to turn his uh, situation in a good fortune. Yeah, well said. Jack, thanks for uh, coming and joining us on the fly. Appreciate your reporting, and uh, we'll have you on again next week. Bruce, thank you for being flexible with me. God bless you. Look yeah, forward man. next week. Jack Windsor, theohiopressnetwork.com. On Twitter, at Jack Windsor. So I want to be clear. I'm not reporting that Tim Ryan is absolutely positively not there at the Intel thing. But I would think if he were there, he would have shown up on the live coverage sitting with or near people like Sherrod Brown, Joyce Beatty. You know, those are the Democratic politicians who flew on Air Force One with Joe Biden to Ohio. I know Ryan is in Ohio and is campaigning in Ohio while you're paying him to be a congressman in Washington, by the way. But Ryan said he was coming to this and he has not been seen uh, by me on any of the coverage from this event, which I find hard to believe. The other thing that I find weird about this, I mentioned the lack of a backdrop at the uh, at the speeches. There are guys in the background 
continuing to operate their heavy equipment within what appears to be, and it could be goofed up by depth of field, but it could be, they look like they're fairly close to Joe Biden. I'm talking like, you know, 25, 30 yards away, just going about their business, moving earth. I don't know if this is being done for visual effect. Like, look, look, we're really moving a lot of earth out here. We made big pharma this year. Look at these big trucks. Actually, he looks like he's ranting a little bit right now. Let's hear what he's got to say. Fingertip. They're showing what we've always believed. And I want to emphasize this and I'll get out of your hair. I mean this. You've heard me say this for a long time. Not a joke. There is nothing. I mean this from the bottom of There is nothing, not a single thing beyond our capacity as a nation if we do it together as the United States of America. And that's what we're going to do. This is an inflection point. Everything. We're going to look back on this period 20 years from now and say that's when it began to change. Mm-hmm. God yeah, I bless bet, you I all bet not. and may God protect our troops. There's nothing we can do if we're all united. And by the way, half of you are extremists, and you got to be stopped. Yes, please do get out of my hair. Get out of my hair. Get out of my life. <laughs> get out of our schools. Get out of the White House. Get out. Please. I didn't think it was possible for me to disdain a president more than I have some previous presidents. But this guy is far and away at the top of the list. Because I've said before, I find him to be such an extremely sad case of a wasted life. Someone who has had every advantage. And I don't mean the advantages of political power and prominence. I mean the advantage of being exposed to the gospel of Jesus Christ at a young age. And he has instead, in the pursuit of that power and prominence, turned his back on everything moral and good and virtuous. He advocates for the unrestricted murder of children in the womb. He advocates for the mutilation of minors with sexual reassignment surgeries. He advocates, he hires for his cabinet some of the most twisted, immoral, evil people trapped in egregious lifestyle decisions and glorifies their perversion as normal. This is a man who apart from a major, major spiritual transformation, a 180-degree spiritual transformation, will ultimately recognize zero from the power and influence that he has had throughout his life. And I find that incredibly sad. Incredibly sad. And also, yes more than a little infuriating because I deeply believe that to whom much is given, much is expected. And much, much has been given to him. And at some point, he horribly lost his way.
He horribly lost his center. And it is deeply sad to behold that in anyone. All right. Let's end the week on a a bit of a happier thought, or at least a less uh, <laughs> less serious note. Giant Eagle will get rid of single-use plastic bags about five weeks from now, the company announced Thursday. The grocery chain will encourage shoppers to bring or buy reusable bags instead. This move will take 6 million pounds of plastic out of the waste stream each year, according to Giant Eagle Director of Sustainability. How do you get hired for a job like that? Are you the person who goes around and everybody picks up the loose little particles on the floor of the Giant Eagle? Hey, we're going to put you in charge of sustainability. This is a stupid policy. Can I interject? Yes, Alan, My first job out of high school, 1979, was in my great uncle's grocery store in Marengo, Ohio. Yes. Still have plastic bags? They just (laughs) started pushing plastic bags. We were using mostly all paper. Paper? Okay. Well, because yeah. re- because That's... plastic bags were great for the environment. They yeah. were going to be recycled. Yes, exactly. Blah 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 blah. Why are plastic bags bad for the uh, bad for the environment? We we recycle them. We take them to our recycling area. Because a lot of people don't. Because recycling is a boondoggle. Yeah. Well, recycling does not happen. Recycling is we basically ship our plastic to China and then China throws it in the ocean. That's basically what happens. I just. <laughs> Can't burn it. Toxic fumes, I'm sure. This is a sad note. Central Ohio residents will now have just one Max and Irma's restaurant to frequent. The gourmet hamburger chain has closed its location in Reynoldsburg at 8050 East Broad. There's one Max and Irma's left, Alan. Do you know where it is? It's not on Sawmill Road because that one closed. That one closed. That's got graffiti all over it. Hilliard's closed. Uh, Lancaster. Oh, wow. 2703 Memorial Drive. You're the lucky ones, Lancaster. Nine locations in five states remain, including Ohio locations in Dayton and Middleburg Heights near Cleveland. So if you want the uh, Irma Burger, you can still get it. In, in the Lancaster. State of yeah, in Lancaster. It's, they it, once had 106 locations. Wait, you said that's the only one in the state of Ohio No, left? no, there's three in the state of Ohio. Okay. Dayton, Middleburg Heights, and Lancaster. Okay. There are nine in five states. They had 106 locations at their apex, declared bankruptcy in 2009, uh, purchased by someone in 2016. They've since, of course, closed Polaris and Easton, German Village. That was I thought German Village was the original. Westerville closed in 2019. Dublin Hilliard, Gehanna closed in 2020. Celebrated their 50th anniversary last month, which is odd because they opened in 1958. So if they opened in 1958 and their 50th anniversary they celebrated last month, 14 years late, would I be intemperate to suggest that perhaps this might account for why their accounting <laughs> is a slight bit off? They missed, Joe, their, Joe Biden government they missed their 14 year <laughs> they missed their 50th anniversary by 14 years, <laughs> it appears. Not a joke! 
Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.